Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Gary Light, CIO at Memorial Hospital and Healthcare Center. In this segment, we talk about how his team is preparing to move to an integrated record, why it's critical to involve a cross-section of representatives in the decision-making process, and the CIO's role in managing expectations before a major initiative. Hi, Gary. Thank you so much for taking some time to speak with Health System CIO. My pleasure, Kate. So to get things started, uh, let's get a little bit of background information of Memorial Hospital and Healthcare Center in terms of bed size, what you have in the way of uh, clinics, where you're located, things like that. Absolutely. So I work at Memorial Hospital and Healthcare System. We're in southern Indiana, and uh, it's really a rural community. We're about two hours south of Indianapolis or two hours north of Nashville, Tennessee. We're a 150-bed hospital, but we have 33 clinics across eight counties, so we encompass a very large footprint for uh, being a regional community hospital. We have 1,700 employees uh, on our staff here, about 100 members of our medical staff, and we're really about an hour away from all of the uh, other hospitals in our region. So we, we have a, a thriving oncology, both medical and radiation oncology, as well as cardiology programs. So being uh, separated from the other hospitals, those services really serve an important need for the, the members of our communities. Right. And do you have any partnerships or collaborations with uh, other hospitals? The major one we have, we're just getting going now, where we have a family medicine residency program, and that's in conjunction with Indiana University. And that's something that's just uh, started? Uh, Yes. IU wanted to do a number of residencies. Of course, they have residencies all over the state. Mm -hmm. Uh, In southern Indiana, they're working with a collaborative to start different residencies, surgical residencies, behavioral health and in our case, family medicine. So we're going to be the seat for the family medicine program. We've actually built a new family medicine clinic, and over the course of uh, the program, we'll ramp up to have 15 residents here. Okay. And now, um, in terms of the EHR environment, what system do you have in place in the hospital and clinics? I describe the whole information systems portfolio as, as diverse and I'm, I'm being a little generous in that, uh, in that term. We have Meditech for our inpatient record. We use Greenway across all of our clinics, and we use T-Systems in our emergency room. We have a couple of other systems that are, are fairly niche systems as well, but those three comprise the core of our electronic records. Meditech was adopted before I got here. I've, I've been working at Memorial now for five years, so about 10 years ago, the system uh, selected Meditech and installed it. And at the time, they had a great vision for an integrated record. Mm-hmm. I think as uh, needs progressed, as some opportunities were identified in some specific areas, some best-of-breed solutions were adopted, and, and that's when T-Systems came into our emergency room. And at the time, Meditech uh, didn't have a full ambulatory product, so uh, the group decided to go down the Greenway route. Certainly, as our needs evolved, as we became more of a system treating patients across the continuum, we realized 
that that lack of integration was creating more and more of an issue for us. Right. Is that something that you're looking at in, in the future? As you look at to the issue of integration and, and how you share data across systems and how you think, optimize uh, the, the sharing of patient information, the interaction with the patient, you know, the, the industry has seen some, some shifts between best in breed, best in class, different integration strategies like HL7, now FHIR. So our opportunity, as we looked at it, we just felt we were too disparate Mm-hmm. and really needed to move to a, an integrated record. And, and I think just given the difficulties of integration strategies, using a single product was going to be more effective and more timely. So we had been working on strategy for identifying what our, our long-term solution would be. Mm-hmm. And that process, uh, we recently completed it, but it had been going on for uh, the better part of six months probably should add here that our approach to strategic challenges of the organization is to to identify, we call them 90-day teams. The idea of a 90-day team is to create a team that is very focused on a particular strategic issue, has some agility to how it addresses the issue, and really brings together people that are needed in order to represent the various areas, various stakeholders in that process. So this isn't limited to IT. It's organization-wide. Again, we adopt 90-day teams uh, very regularly. We usually have uh, between five and eight probably going on in any quarter. Uh, And so that's how we approached the whole electronic health record dilemma, I'd say. Okay. Interesting. And uh, that team included representatives from uh, different areas? It did. Normally, a, a 90-day team is a fairly focused group because, again, speaking to the ability to be agile, you know, the more people you get, of course, some more challenges there are. Mm-hmm. In our case, we, we chose a little bit larger group than normal. So we had 20 to 25 members at any given time participating in the team. Again, normally, it's probably eight or so. And the reason was for exactly that. We wanted to make sure that we were representing those areas that needed to be involved in in this decision. So, of course, physician leadership, frontline staff, departmental leadership uh, from a cross-section of areas, not only in the clinical areas, of course, but in our revenue cycle as well. Of course, every project is important, but since this is going to be you know, such a core part of the system, then I guess it, it's really important to get those different voices in there. It was, and for multiple reasons. From a CIO's perspective, I look at the major players in the market today. Uh, you know, you have systems that have strengths and, and more strengths than other, but as far as being just at their core, capable electronic health records, the market is pretty good. It's done a good job yeah. vetting out those that are less capable. From a technical standpoint, we were comfortable that anybody was going to be able to, to do what we needed to. But more importantly for us was how the organization would respond to each of those systems, what, mm-hmm. what potential challenges, what reputation, what perceptions were there that we would have to overcome. So including those people served the purpose of let's make sure that we understand how a particular solution 
would meet a certain specialty need, but also what type of buy-in could we generate in acceptance of a, of a solution? So when we chose the team and as we worked through the entire process, a lot of it was about building buy-in and excitement for the process. That's really important. And what role did, did you play? I mean, were you, did you sit in on some of this or how did you approach that? Sure. You know, I, I, as a CIO, one of the things that I often shared with the group is I kind of use the phrase, I'm just the CIO, right? I don't use the system. I'm not going to be the guy that logs in and, and has to take care of patients every day with it. So I, I was a co-leader. What I really liked about this particular process was the chief nursing officer was the other co-leader. So we recognized the importance of a shared information systems and nursing and patient care just overall approach to it. So my role was a facilitator to the group to help guide the group as far as reasonable expectations, to help them ask the right questions, and to just pull all of the pieces together. And in a large way, a coordinator, the liaison with the vendors, and an expert to the, to the group to provide expert opinion. Ultimately, review of the functionality and how a system and the workflow would apply to each area. We had the, the members of the committee were serving that purpose. You brought up a really interesting point about expectations. I would think that, that that's really something that has to be established. When you say that, are you referring to the time it's going to implement, like what's going to happen at what point, or, or is it just kind of a general thing of what to expect with the, with a different EHR? I think it's all aspects of expectation setting. As you look at setting expectations, the first thing that was important to us was to understand what our current state was right? If you didn't know where you were, you wouldn't really know what to expect of a new system, you know, just that it might be better. So the first thing we did, and we knew that we had our own baggage, if you will, right? All of us had our own perspectives and our own issues with what was good or what was bad. And, and we knew that we were going to carry that baggage with us. So we thought it was important to get a, a somewhat impartial outside view of it. So we engaged an industry expert to come in and work with us doing interviews across our organization with, with the various stakeholders, frontline staff and physicians and so on, to identify the current state and create a gap analysis between what we felt our needs were and what we had in place today. So that was the first step in this expectation setting. As we entered the process and as we talked to the different vendors and evaluated different solutions, it was understanding what we might get towards that gap. And I'd say as a CIO, uh, the role that I played was helping people appreciate you might not be able to get all of the way there. We had a great team who viewed this to say, we have to make decisions that are in the best interest of everybody. We represent our own areas, and, and we have functionality that we need to, but we understand we might not get 100% of what we need because other people will have to get what they need to. So our vision was always saying the 80-20 rule is, is a little bit cliche, but if, if we got us 80% of the way there, we were doing pretty good. 
So that, that was key. Your other comment was about expectations around really what it would take to get us to a live date. And we spent a lot of time talking about that too. Uh, a lot of people were here when they did the Meditech implementation, again, 10 years ago, you know, as we went through the, the meaningful use journey and with CPOE and physician documentation, uh, which were major efforts, people understood the amount of time it took and energy as far as building, designing, testing. So a lot of people that were part of this team had that experience of having gone through it before. So they did have a, a healthy perspective of what it was going to take to do a new implementation. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.